Reke doza sete lere bashata ya karade sete ke basata. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the verse of the day. My name is Maxine, and may God bless you all. I hope you're having a lovely day. I'm just very excited to give you this word because it's powerful and it's enriching. We thank you for subscribing. Feel free to like, subscribe, and share. We're available on this website. We're also accessible on Amazon. Apple and Spotify podcasts. Thank you for the feedback. We're definitely working on making things even more exciting and accessible to you. Heavenly Father, I'd just like to call on the Holy Spirit right now. I ask for his presence to just fill this place, fill this platform with your great love, your great kindness and your light that we're meant to receive through the words that you have today. The verse of the day comes from the lovely book of Daniel chapter 10 verse 13 and 20 and 21 i'll be reading from the amplified classic translation heavenly father thank you for the word you have for us today thank you for your presence i thank you for the listener and i thank you for their commitment to just receive your word through this platform lord god you are a mighty god an awesome god a wonderful illuminating light that shines out of this darkness that we've seen in this world to the point that darkness cannot comprehend you love us so much that you give us this light you allow your glory to shine and reveal itself within us we thank you for christ we thank you for the love that christ has shown us the ultimate sacrifice that no man can ever do giving us the opportunity to return to your glory, to return to your presence. We thank you, Jesus, we thank you, that even after this lovely sacrifice, you're still seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. Holy, holy, oh, holy are you, our Lord. Oh, holy, blessed is you who comes in the name of our Lord. Oh, God, thank you. The mighty blood that you have given us that speaks for us in our lives in everything that we do. The ageless lamb of God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise you. Thank you, Jesus. We might just take this death and resurrection lightly, but oh, how it means so much. It means so much to humanity. We thank you. Holy Spirit, wherever you are, there's always liberty. You're the spirit of truth. You're the spirit that is the mighty rushing wind that has no direction. But when you're present, oh, you breathe life. You breathe the life of God. You bring the eternal presence of God into our lives. And so we welcome you. We thank you for being our teacher, our intercessor, our comforter, our healer, for showing us the way. You parted the Red Sea. Put the waters aside for the Israelites to show. You put life into the dead bones that were put together after the words of God were prophesied. Oh, how mighty you are. We thank you for your presence in our lives. As we go forth this day, may we receive the word and may we make it flesh the way the word of God was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. May we learn from the teachings we have today and may we apply it in our lives and we can be that salt of the earth for others to receive the word of God. I ask all this trusting and believing in Jesus, my mighty Lord and Savior, whom I love and serve under in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. The verse of today is Daniel 10, chapter Daniel chapter 10, verse 13, 20 and 21, Amplified Classic. And it reads, But the prince of the kingdom of Pasha withstood me for 21 days. 
then Michael, one of the chief of the celestial princes, came to help me, for I remained there with the kings of Pasha. Verse 20. Then he said, Do you know why I have come to you? And now I will return to fight with the hostile prince of Pasha. And when I have gone, behold, the hostile prince of Greece will come. 21. But I will tell you what is inscribed in the writing of truth or the book of truth. There is no one who holds with me and strengthens himself against these hostile spirit forces except Michael, your prince, national guardian angel. So a couple of things I've learned through just this three scriptures. One, the spirit realm is very real. Number two, there's always a constant war that is present in the spirit realm. And that's the battle of the angels of the enemy and the angels of God, especially in the life of a Christian follower of Christ. Number three, Michael definitely is very key and vital in fighting against the enemy, that's Satan, and his forces. And it is also written in the book of truth. Much as he's been charged with fighting the enemy, we also have been given certain powers and abilities to fight the enemy. And so when Jesus says, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we are the conduit between earth and heaven because we have the ministry of priesthood and kingship, a royal chosen generation that God has placed on us. And lastly, we have a national guardian angel called Michael that is accessible to all of us. And I'm sure we also have other angels that do our work because remember in Psalms 91, God tells us that he charges his angels to lift us up when we're about to hit our foot against a stone. And it's not really hitting our foot against a stone, but when we're about to face adversities in life, he protects us. The arrows that fly by day, the noisome pestilence, yeah, we definitely are protected and the ministry of angels are involved with that. And so in this book of Daniel 10, we can see that Daniel had a vision and in that vision, he was very bothered because he could not understand it. And so in three weeks from that vision, he was very exhausted. He could not even handle himself. He could not shower. He could not care for himself. He could not even anoint himself for he was thoroughly weakened. And imagine in those three weeks, in the same scripture, the angel tells us, it took 21 days for me to fight the prince of Pasha. How interesting it is that as we pray, or as we get certain visions or callings or manifestations that come from God, that weaken us, that maybe cause us trouble, because sometimes we may not understand, and we definitely need more light and illumination, there's a war that's happening in the spirit realm. We have to remember that Satan was once a cherub and he had access to God, a bit more access than other angels. And so even when he fell, he didn't lose his abilities. So Satan can definitely see when light is coming your way. That's just a truth that we have to accept. And that's why Jesus says he sees the light and he'll come to you like a thief in the night when you least expect. And he will steal from you, he will kill you, and he will destroy you. He wants to make sure your faith is dead in God. 
but Jesus says he is the light that shines out of darkness and darkness cannot comprehend and we can definitely see how Satan runs away from Jesus we know that even in Revelation, it speaks that when he came, he, he defeated Satan so fast. It, 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 it wasn't even something that was up for debate. Yes, he came for Jesus in the flesh because he had the ability to. But we know that once the death and the resurrection of Christ happened and the coronation of Christ happened, he could not do anything. And we also have seen that Jesus in Isaiah says that he is the creator of the destroyer and so the destroyer cannot come and attack the creator and in revelations chapter 4 it shows how michael fought satan with his angels and had michael uh, defeat satan and satan was thrown out of heaven there is no indication that god left his throne stood to think or ask what's happening and jesus was by his right side continuing to intercede in fact as far as he was concerned the enemies were all at his footstool so if god is that comfortable with the defeat and the battles that means there's something that he's put in us and has allowed us to access in him that should allow us not to be as comfortable because after all, he's the creator. But we have an ability to engage in certain things to make sure that we are always defeating or resisting the enemy. Remember, it says, submit to the Lord your God. Resist the devil after your submission and then he shall flee. I believe it's in the book of James. And so Daniel now meets the angel. And the angel says he was fighting the prince of Persia. Michael came and took over that fight, but he still had to remain because he was fighting the kings of Persia, which means that Satan not only uses the principalities of darkness to fight against God and the ministry of angels coming to bring blessings upon your life, he uses people as well. Kings were on earth. Remember, they were not in heaven. There's only one king in heaven. Kings were on earth. Kings were on earth. That means Satan uses people on earth to prevent you from receiving your light. So what are those distractions you're facing? What are those adversities you're facing? Who is coming for you? Who's talking to you? Who's talking against you? Who's trying to sabotage you? Remember, this is happening because something is coming to your way that the enemy does not want you to receive. And this is what the enemy does. He wants to occupy you with so much chaos and drama in your life that you miss that blessing, that you miss that anointing, that you miss that light that will shine upon you to the point where they will not comprehend and they will have to flee. We have to be careful. And this is why I speak of it. When seasons are about to change in your life, you will have an overwhelming attack from the enemy because they are hell bent to make sure that you do not progress. They are wanting to make sure that you do not catch that season of change where God is speaking into your life and you're moving to a different level because they know the higher you go, it's called ever increasing glory. Hallelujah. Ever increasing glory, which means the higher you progress in your faith, the glory of God manifests. His excellence exudes in you. And that means there'll come a point where the enemy knows I, I, I'm going to put up a fight. 
and I have to change my strategy. I cannot come with the same strategy that I've been coming for Maxine. And that's why they'll bring things to distract you, things to steal, people to steal from you. They could steal your your happiness. They could steal your your joy. They could steal your peace. They're coming with drama, emotional manipulation and deceptions, taking you in different places. All these is because the enemy is using them to come for you because something great is about to happen in your life. And then in verse 20 and 21, he says, I've given you the message. I hope you understand why I came to see you. And then in that present, he says, I'm returning to continue my fight with the Prince of Pasha. Which means that Satan will always be trying to come at you and you have to be aware of that. And that's why if he's going to keep on coming at you, the angel will always, angels that God sets in your life will always make sure that they're fighting for you. So do not think that you're going through this war alone. As you're doing the will of God here, there's some spiritual battles that are happening as well. And then he goes on to say that The prince of Pasha will be fighting me, but beware about the prince of Greece, which means the attacks do not stop. When you go to a different level, the level of strategy changes. And that's why Paul tells us that we must know about the principalities of darkness, the powers that darkness associate with themselves and be ready and aware for them, aware of them. We should know that our weapons of warfare are not carnal. What are our weapons of warfare? Our weapons of warfare, three main things that have already been established with the victory of Christ through his death and his resurrection and his coronation. We know that Jesus died for us and he has compensated our sins. He has paid the price for our sins. So every time God sees us, he sees the blood. Every time God sees the enemy trying to come and attack us and accuse us, He sees the blood of Jesus. We must be aware of it because when we're aware of it, we can use that to stand up and stand in the presence of God and defend ourselves with Christ as our defender. We know what the word says. God has said he is the light that shines out of darkness. Jesus says that as the enemy tries to steal from you, I am the one that brings life. He's also said he is a prowling, devouring lion, but Jesus is the lion of Judah. He is the lion of Judah and when he roars, devouring lions scatter. We also know that he cannot, cre- he cannot destroy the creator, but the creator created a weapon. A blacksmith who has a weapon that he can use to destroy the the, the destroyer. And so God has given us three weapons. He's given us the name of Jesus, the lordship that we serve under. After the coronation, Jesus returned to the disciples and he said, All power, all authority, all dominion have been given unto me. We know of this lovely scripture that says, Wherefore God highly exalted the name above every other name, that at this name anything on earth, above earth and under earth will bow with their knees and will confess with their tongues that Jesus Christ is Lord. This includes the princes of Pasha, the princes of Greece and the kings of Pasha and the kings of Greece. 
we also know that in that same office, he's given us the authority to trample over scorpions and serpents. He's given us the authority to go forth blessing people in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the first thing he says we do after that is cast out demons. So what are you waiting for? Your weapons have been given to you. The victory has been established because at the end of the day, the blood speaks the blood speaks there is an everlasting eternal blood that is sitting at the tabernacle of christ that speaks and then we know now that as we have this victory we have to maintain it and guard it with these weapons the blood of christ invoking it knowing what it means in our life and what it speaks for the word of god the word that is exalted above his name satan can never contend the word of god he can try and bend it but he cannot contend it the word of god is Thou shalt not live on bread alone, but by the word of God. When Satan had that, he had to move on to the next temptation. So what does the word of God say about you? What does the word of God say about your life? What does the word of God say about your situation? And lastly, that name, three weapons of warfare. So our weapons of warfare are not carnal. These are what you use to bring down those strongholds. Put them under the obedience of Christ. Because as it is in heaven, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father and the enemies are at as his footstool. So if that's happening in heaven, why is it not happening on earth? It has to happen on earth through us. We are the ministry of priesthood. We are the royal chosen generation. So what God has spoken on earth must manifest in heaven because it's in the Lord's prayer. It's what he has willed for us. So when he has said your enemies are on the footstool, make sure they're in the footstool. So pray, engage in warfare prayer, speak forth and then stand as a king that you are and decree that in the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, all these spirits of manipulation and deception have been scattered and thrown down to the pits of where they belong to for the Holy Ghost fire comes upon them and the blood of Jesus speaks for me so that the enemies know when they're looking for you, they see the blood They see the name of Jesus. They see the word of God. And then they have to retreat. And so be aware that the enemy is always looking. The enemy is always trying. And the higher you go, the strategy changes. They will try and come for you in different ways. And that's why we have to engage with the Holy Spirit. For he is our guide. He is the light that is on our head and the lamp on our feet showing us guiding us, giving us direction, and having us have the spirit of discernment, giving us that illumination to know the knowledge of God in order to come and attack these people and attack these systems. He gives us the wisdom of God that just when the enemy thinks he's overcome, the revealed hidden wisdom of God, just the same way the resurrection happens, happens in your life. And he shows you the all-powerful, spiritual understanding of it all so you can manifest it in your life so know that you have a guardian angel fighting for you always you know that god has given you the ability in your ministry of priesthood and kingship to establish not to to guard and maintain your established victory use your weapons of warfare wear your armor of god 
Your helmet of salvation protects your mind knowing that you're saved. Your faith is the shield that shows that no, you're weak as a human being. But the God that walks with you, that is in you, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world, will shield you from any attack. And then you have the Holy Spirit as your sword. Fighting with the word. With the blood of Christ. And with the name of Jesus. Telling it as it is. For that sword is a double-edged sword. Piercing through anything. And then you have the belt of truth that you stand on. Who are you? Aren't you a child of God? Aren't you a son or a daughter of God? Aren't you a little lower than Elohim? If he, the Lord, is with you, who can be against you? You run to the Lord who is a strong tower of which is impenetrable and the darkness cannot stand his presence. You wear your breastplate of righteousness that God gave you with the gift of salvation. Knowing that you have ever increasing righteousness, lata yabasata, and then you stand on the gospel of peace, the word of God, the word of God that brings peace in your life. For you are rooted in Jesus Christ, the Rock. And so, when we say no weapon formed against you shall prosper, it's because you've covered yourself in all areas. You're armored, and you're using your weapons of established victory. I hope this helps you. Because as the angels are fighting for you, you need to engage in warfare yourself. Because that light is destined for your life. There's a will that God has for you, a plan of greatness, a future of an of expected end, goodness, the glory of God, the excellence of God. Why would we allow a cherub, a fallen cherub, take that from us? It's not willed. It is not written so content this is a very long long devotional and i just ask you that as you listen to this devotional take time to just go through it take time to just engage in the word of god look at the scriptures look at Ephesians, and look about the armor of god look about the strategies of the enemy see what god says concerning your life see what god says about the enemy learn and strategize with god for he shall bless you mightily and you shall see this established victory. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you, thank you for the blood of Jesus speaks. The blood of Jesus speaks. The blood of Jesus speaks. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you and take care.